Welcome to episode 116 of KapowCast. Mm. Yeah, I am Mike, and joining me today is Tony Vance. Hi. This must be one of our quickest starts ever. Yeah, well, I mean, every time we uh, eliminate one member, it gets quicker and quicker. No bullshit. I'm sure that, like, if if you ever have to do a show again by yourself, it's going to be like... Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> no, when I do it by myself, I just talk into the mic for 20 minutes and go <laughs> pretend that I have friends. <laughs> Listen, I just had to cut the intro for the video, and... It took me a full 15 minutes because I kept fucking up and I just keep rolling. You just keep rolling. And I have about 14 minutes of outtakes <laughs> of me just like yelling random obscurities at uh, the camera. <laughs> when it, true. When it's me and Jeff, we usually start pretty quickly too. Uh-huh. No Jeff today. Jeff is dead. Um, I killed him mm-hmm. with, oh. his, with his baby toe. <laughs> We have uh, but, uh, kind of like a like a double header show today. It's like a, like Split, like the movie. Is there a movie called Split? Yeah. Yeah, it was that really awesome one with, um, what's his face? The guy who plays Professor X. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, the fantastic movie. Um, we're going to talk about Deadpool 2, because that came out, and we saw it, and we have thoughts on it, and we're going to talk about Motor City Comic Con, which was this past weekend, which you attended all three days. Yeah. Uh, should we start there? Yeah. Since let's, it's, yeah. Let's I, feel go. Like, I feel like that's a good spot to start. It's a good spot to start. Uh, Motor City Comic Con was this weekend. Uh, we were, well, you were there as our press representative. Yeah. All three um, days. I was there as a consumer. <laughs> and you consumed very well. Yes. Both responsibly and irresponsibly yes. at the exact same time. Yeah. Um, it's weird. I I used to go to these... With the intent of, I am going to spend a shit ton of money. <laughs> and it's not that I didn't go there with that intent. I went there with the intent of, like, there wasn't anything specific I was looking for. But I just went there just kind of, like, looking around. And and, and Cody brought, kind of brought this up to me. It, it's occurred to me back in the day when we used to go looking for, like, figures and stuff like that. Like, that mm-hmm. paradigm has kind of shifted. Mm-hmm. Especially because of the climate of being able to purchase that stuff online. Right. Yep. Now it's, it's, it's almost, you know, cause like, I, like for example, I'd mentioned I was walking around there. I started, I had this brain, you know, child of an idea to start looking for like a legacy Megazord. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I never had the original Megazord when I was a kid. I want the legacy one. I want to try to find it. So I circled and I, I went through so many booths and like through hordes of smelly people and, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Th- I didn't there encounter a, too many. There was a lot less. There was a lot less a this lot year. Less. I think every year the the smell downgrades. I think it's because it, this uh, sounds terrible, but like it, it's becoming more mainstream. So yeah, like you, the 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 culture that is normally reading comic books, they uh they know that it's not acceptable to smell like a you know a, a sweaty ass yeah. the whole time. There was one person I remember being in front of that. Smelt really bad. But so I was walking around looking for the uh, Legacy Megazord and I couldn't find it anywhere. I found, I found like a Titanus and I found a uh, Titanus Legacy? Yeah. Shit. And I found um, a White Tiger Zord. No way. Uh, <laughs> I see, I seen a Dragon Dagger on Sunday and that was it. And it was like $200. Yeah. Cause yeah. I saw it. I was like, maybe. And then I saw it's 200. I was like, maybe not. I got, I got my Dragon Dagger. Uh, 
two years ago, and it was not nowhere near two hundred yeah. bucks. Uh, and then, like, I was walking, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm just gonna look on eBay, see what it's going for on eBay. And I saw it was going for around like two, three hundred dollars. I was like, well, I'm not spending that much money today. <laughs> so then I automatically just stopped looking. But it's shifted. It seems to have definitely shifted a lot more from people looking for figures and stuff, and people buying like art, yeah, like prints that and, and the media guess, yeah. Like it's it's definitely been like a a shift, like because I walked around that place like fifteen times, maybe. <laughs> I I'm gonna say this, and this is gonna sound weird, but like every past year, I've gone for like one day, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I've seen everything, yada yada yada. I'm fine with one day. Getting to go all three days this year, there was stuff at the end of Sunday I was still finding that I hadn't seen. I was like, wait, what's it? Oh. And by that time I was broke as hell. So I couldn't buy anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Since you went all three days, what was, was Saturday the busiest? By far, by far was the, the busiest, but it, I, I would, I, I didn't think it was that bad in comparison to past years. Like the year we went and seen Stan Lee. That was bad. That was real bad. But they also didn't have the full deal all opened up that year. This, now now they have everything opened up. The media guests are pushed all the way to the far end, and everything's pretty much opened up. Not to mention that a lot of vendors um, downsized. downsized, and some weren't even present. Except that fucking t-shirt one. Yeah. That yeah. t-shirt one is always there. Like I kind of stopped in there. They probably so, make a killing, dude. There's so many people walking through there. Yeah. I remember <clears throat> the last time I went before this year. It wasn't last year, but it was maybe two years ago. Somebody threw up in there. Oh, my. No. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> like right in the center? Uh, It was like by one of the like walls of the entrances where people walk in. It was, it was yeah. Uh-huh. If I had a map, I could show you exactly where it was. It was like an anxiety attack of like being surrounded by people and like... <laughs> Super but, anxiety hit. It was like, oh god. <laughs> and uh I remember the first time I ever went, I went <laughs> with I went with Cody, uh an old an old school chum mm-hmm. and another gentleman who I also went to school with, and he was kind of like the CD vet. And he was like, You gonna go, you know, people are gonna offer you prices, you gotta this is when it was at a totally different place. Mm-hmm. Um before it was that yeah. Suburban? And uh he went like with the intent of buying like graphic novels. <clears throat> of, uh, I'm dying. <laughs> with the intent of, of buying like graphic novels and stuff like that. And to me, now that just seems like such a silly thing. Like, why would you go there for that? Like, you can get that anywhere. And now I'm starting to feel the same way about like looking at figures and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I can you know, and all this stuff, like there's nothing that you see that you're like, oh shit, they got this. Yeah, that's my, my, I can definitely agree with that. My, my, uh, consumer, um, mentality has shifted drastically. Uh, I don't think I've looked for, I don't think I've looked for figures since I was looking for all the blackest night green lantern stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the last year I looked for figures. And then I got into eBay and Amazon and local shops. Yeah. And it's just like, it's what's the point Yeah, really? I mean, if you're going there, you want to leave with something that you're not technically going to find mm-hmm. at any place. You can't just hop online and go type it in on eBay or Amazon, find it, go, oh, click, buy now. All right, cool. Right. Now I wait. Like my Thor hammer. My Thor hammer is fucking dope. Yeah. That was first day find. Um, 
All my money. <laughs> so let's hear, because you have a video to post of all the happenings there. So let's hear a little bit about your experience this weekend. Well, each day I showed up there about open. <laughs> uh, walked in. People were already filing in. And I'll tell you this right off the bat. I went Friday and I was like, oh, it's going to be dead. Not much going on. It'll be an easy day. I'll get some random shots, et cetera, and et cetera. Nope. Nope, not at all. I I would say that Sunday and Friday were both equally busy. And I and Sunday used to be the slow day. Yeah, like really slow. Um, I walked in Friday and uh where we entered, it was like the back area. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I walked in and there was already people inside, like lining up uh for the media guests and stuff like that. And I, I remember walking around and going, wow, holy crap. Like there was already a, a vast amount of people in there and I got there. Doors were at 12. I got there probably about 1230. So I wasn't like extremely late and it was, it was kind of like mind boggling, like to, to see something like this that I went to in past years and, like it was always small and condensed and there was only certain certain types of people that went and now it's like it was almost like a high school reunion for me it was uh i seen a bunch of people that i was like wait what why are you here oh i'm meeting so and so i got a photo op at 4 30 mm-hmm. you know oh i'm looking for you know this for my son so you know et cetera et cetera um, but it was it was a really cool aspect, a, a definitely different angle. Um, <clears throat> going around and getting shots uh, first at at first felt really weird. I will say I felt like a complete creep at times. <laughs> Let me take a picture of you. <laughs> and then um, I kind of turned it around and used the power of the badge and was basically just taking shots and everybody like it, there was no, the only weird factor coming from anybody was me. Like, right. Like I, I felt weird asking these people, but these people were like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Fine. It's, it's well, okay. cause like, especially like with the cosplayers, like they're so used to it. Like, right. I could, I, me, me personally, I can never be one of those people that sees like somebody in a really sweet cosplay and I'm like, Hey sweet, can I get a picture? <laughs> like with you? Like, I don't know you. Like, it just feels weird to me. There was a lot of really cool cosplays this year too. A lot of really well done ones too. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, I mean, I, maybe I wasn't paying attention, but Saturday I didn't see a whole ton. I, the, um, we talked a little bit after the, the cosplays I saw a lot of shit ton of Deadpools. Yeah. So many Deadpools. There was a really good Deadpool on Sunday. Like I, I didn't get a shot of them, but it was like a well-fitted suit, uh, straight out of the movie. Um, face shell, everything. Oh, oh man, it looks so, so pristine. And I was like, oh crap. But every time I go up and try to get some footage of him, he would be surrounded just like a madhouse surrounded <laughs> of people wanting to get pictures with them and stuff like that. And, um, there was also, <laughs> there was a, uh, gender bender Roger rabbit on Sunday also. Really? Yeah. And she pulled it off very, very nicely. Um, I know there's the, uh, gender bending. There's the 
female Steve Rogers and Bucky. Yeah, I saw there's a couple of them. They, those were, the ones I saw Saturday were really good. She like had her hair all done in like the 40 style. Like it looked really good. Okay. Um, there was a uh, Batman and a Batgirl I saw getting out of their car when mm-hmm. we got there. I didn't. I thought I saw the Batman again, but I never. I don't think I ever saw the Batgirl again. I think I might have got some footage of them, like almost as soon as I walked in at one point, because uh, I seen them and I was like, "Oh wow, that's really good." Because it was like the Christian Bale Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got some faraway footage of them because they looked. They, they you were right. They looked awesome. Um, uh, that and what was it? What was there? There was a Captain Planet. On Sunday, I didn't see that a female Captain Planet, uh, really awesome uh, group of three girls. That was uh, the Phoenix, She Hulk, and um, I thought it was like three girls that were all the Phoenix. No, like no. one was the wing, two were the wings, the other was the center. <laughs> no, like uh, like Jean Grey Phoenix, um, uh, She Hulk, and uh, Negasonic Teen- Teenage Warhead. And their costumes was they were on point. They were amazing. Uh, see, I seen a henchman twenty one from Venture Brothers. I did see one of those. I saw I saw them I saw them walking in, and then I saw them once on the floor, and I was like, it was one of those moments where I was like, if I was one of those people, <laughs> this would be that moment. But I was like, nah, no. I spent a lot of time in uh, Artist Alley too, uh, mostly. Um, because the big t-shirt tent wasn't over there, <laughs> but a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, there was a lot of cool prints and a lot of cool, uh, aspects this year. Like there was, um, there was one artist, I wish I had all the cards with me, but there was one artist who had uh spray paint artwork and he had like, um, coasters and stuff like that. All of them were done by hand. Everything was different. You know, he didn't do like runs and prints, like he made all of them and it was spectacular, especially like me. I love, love, love spray paint art. I used to do it all the time. How much? <clears throat> they weren't, they weren't too bad. I think one of the coasters was probably cause they were like porcelain coasters. Mm-hmm. I think a, a coaster was probably about 15, 10 or 15 bucks. Um, that was the one thing I, I noticed, especially with like a lot of the places that were selling like prints and stuff like that. Like the prints weren't bad priced at all. Like, and I'm like, why don't I get more stuff here for like the house mm-hmm. instead of like, like you go to like a street fair or something like that and they have all the tents and vendors and like where right. you'll see something that's like, oh, that's really cool. And then you look at the price like, oh, it's <laughs> $350. Yeah. Yeah. They're outrageous at the street fair. No, the, no everything, thanks. everything was very decently priced. I, I didn't see anything that like I, um, that made me kind of step back and go, woo. Mm-hmm. I uh, ended up buying Janelle a, necklace from this little vendor that I seen on Sunday. Um, and I'm going to screw up the name. I really wish I would have grabbed those cards. <laughs> um, Pan and Pixie. But it was a moon with a jewel in it. Mm-hmm. And Janelle went ape shit over it. And I also got her one of those. I don't know if you've seen them. People walking around with little groots on their shoulder. Yes. Okay. They were selling them there. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. see those. Because it's... Um, it's <clears throat> It's this uh, business out of Chicago called, uh, damn, Costume something. Chicago Costumes or something like that. Mm -hmm. But they were selling them 25 bucks 
for the little group. Not bad. I bought that for her, and she squealed like a monkey. <laughs> like, she opened it up, and she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so that was cool. That was a really cool uh, little section, too. They were right by the big tent, actually. Uh, had a bunch of helmets and masks and stuff on the outside perimeter. Did you notice the summer sausage booth? <laughs> How could you miss it? <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> I mentioned I had mentioned to Cody that there was one there, and he was like, "There was a summer sausage booth." <laughs> He's like, "Why didn't I see it?" I was like, "I don't know. Maybe if you would have stuck around." Three days, I never had a summer sausage. I walked past it once, and I thought about it, but after because see, here's the thing, people. When I got there, uh, we met up with John from Pod Bros and Jeff from the show was with us and Cody was with us. So it was the four of us walking around probably about an hour and 45 minutes in, mm-hmm. uh, John had to leave, which was understandable and Jeff was with them. So Jeff left and then Cody also left. <laughs> so then I was by myself mm-hmm. and I will say this maneuvering around the place by yourself hundred times better than with like four other people. Uh-huh. So was, much better. Even with a camera attached to me at all times, like it was still really, really easy to dip dip dip, dip duck dive dodge and duck. duck. <laughs> <laughs> I I I, after that, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I don't know if I ever want to go with like a large group. No. Ever again, because like it was, unless so, you're cosplaying together I don't really see a point. Cause it was so much fun to just like go <laughs> into the bad is it go into the booths that I wanted to go in uh-huh. and like be able to look and not worry about like, Oh, am I taking too long? Is, are they getting bored? Do they want to, you know, yeah. without, you know, being considerate of the other people with me. And thinking like, oh, you know, am I taking too much time? Or, mm-hmm. you know, they're just kind of waiting off the side and you got to worry about, you know, weaving your way through trying to meet back up with them and this yeah. and that. Like, it was actually, it, that portion was reliable. When I tried to eat, that was not good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I tried to eat with the camera on Friday and it did not end well. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had a little spot. Of, I don't remember what it was, but it was a little a pizza sauce or something on my shirt the whole well, rest of the day. I was like, "Fuck!" Because I I had at that point I had purchased everything that I had purchased, and then like I was kind of like, and at this point like I spent all the money I told myself I was going to spend, so I was like I was pretty much done looking, and I was like, "Well, it's like I make you know I have some money left. I guess I'll maybe get something to eat." And I looked, and like the lines were like short. Yeah, like there was like. I went in and there was like two people in front of me and I was like, sweet. I was like, I'm going to get some pizza. Unlike the Stan Lee year. Remember they ran out of food, ran out of everything. Apparently they ran out of uh bottled soda. Well, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, which is understandable. I wish I would have had a bottled soda. Unfortunately, the person in front of me bought the last piece of pepperoni pizza. So <laughs> that was kind of discouraging. So then I just, I was like, you know what, whatever. I was like, I'll get a cheese pizza. It's cheaper. And I got a Pepsi and whatever. So then like I'm walking and I have my plate and my bags and my cup. And I'm like, oh, this is a bad idea. And I like can't find any place to sit. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm just going to stand over here by the trash and eat and drink my food. Here's your, here's your comic con tip of the day. If you get your food, no tables are, you know, open, walk out of the exhibit center and right in that open hallway where you Mm -hmm. walk in. There's like uh, counters and stuff. Oh, I should have did that because I I found that out. I think a little bit after we met up when you told me the story about you eating, and I was like, oh, he could have came out here and ate because there was a bunch of people eating and stuff like that. I uh, much much more room. 
talk about like just like but the bad thing is like about being by yourself is that you're by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and like you're like you're seeing all these people that are like all these groups and stuff and you're just like by myself. <laughs> I will I'm say I'm the lonely guy at the Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> I will say um in in my shoes for this weekend it was a lot easier to get stuff done when I was by myself mm-hmm. uh, because like my sister came with me on Sunday or Saturday, my bad. And, um, you know, she was taking pictures and stuff for us and, uh, but she had paid to get in. So I was, I was tending to, you know, well, is there anything you want to do? And I, I think if, if she hadn't have been there, I probably would have like completely forgot about it. But this year they did panels. Mm-hmm. So we were attend. We were going to attend uh, Val Kilmer's p- panel, but it canceled. Yeah, yeah. We walked out and we found out it canceled. And then they were seating the Stephen Emile panel, and it was like an hour before it was supposed to start. And there, like that area was filled up. And I was like, "Well, I go. Do you want to go in right now?" I was like, and we ended up going in, and it filled up by one thirty. Nice and. It, the energy in in that panel room was incredible. Like that was my first panel I've ever attended in any sort of way. Um, and <clears throat> I know you're not a big fan of Emil, but when he came out, the room went nuts. Like, I, I you it's can, not that I'm not a big fan of him as a human being. No, I just no. want to clarify that. Like, <laughs> it's not like I'm fuck him. I'm just not the biggest fan of Arrow. Let's. Well, you're not. <laughs> you and Jeff are both not biggest fans of like the CW in general, unless it's like Riverdale for Jeff. Jeff watches Riverdale. I won't be surprised. I mean, that was a joke, but <laughs> you're I, making I a lot of be. assumptions. <laughs> I would not be surprised if he did watch Riverdale. He watched uh, Scream Queens. That's true. So, I mean, it's not far off in my book. Good point. Um, but yeah, the 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 crowd was electric, and it was a lot of fun. Um, we actually have a video up on our Facebook. Uh, the first like couple minutes of the panel until my battery died in my camera, and uh, which was awesome enough because they dropped that arrow um, next season for the crossover. Um, might be going to Gotham City. Ooh. So, I mean, I, he, I don't think it's going to be Batman. They said, uh, I've heard Batwoman or Batwoman. Bat yeah. <coughs> That's exciting. It is exciting because people have been <laughs> wanting that since, uh, the first season of Flash when they started doing all the crossovers. Um, but a lot of cool information, uh, in there. Obviously, fans ask questions and stuff like that about, uh, filming Arrow and being on Arrow and, doing all that kind of stuff. And like, you got a lot of the cool insider stuff that you just, you don't, you don't get to read online. You know, you don't get to go on there and be like, Oh, here's Stephen Emile being interviewed about, you know, how it was, uh, filming the crossover. You know, if you ever see anything like that online, it's, it's like a one little tag of information about the crossover and not so much the experience. And like, for me, Hearing about the experience and hearing about um, the two, the two or three, or even now four casts of characters coming together and doing these crossovers is like a super, super cool thing. Just to hear, uh, it's. It, I would I would say it's it's similar to 
when we hear about like the Avengers and their backstage antics and everything like that, mm-hmm. like the video you posted of them with the Infinity Gauntlet, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's random stuff like that that I get a kick out of. I love hearing about that and how it's not the the cold backstage setting of you know the nineties and the eighties where the stars go in their trailers and um. Question for you. Huh. Two questions. Well, I guess uh, we'll, we'll start with one. Um, so it, we were under the impression when we were approved of the, for the press pass that we would be able to talk and interview people. Yeah. And that was not the case. Um, not not exactly. It's It was kind of complicated, but later, obviously, being there and not having to be at a certain spot, you get to see a lot more, you so, know. Aside from the early entry, what are the other benefits of like the press pass thing? Was there any um, free entry, free free parking? Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> I forgot about the free entry. That's a big one. Yeah, that's a big, big one. Because like a VIP package, which would be like the next, I guess well, I don't know how you say this, like the next tier from you know a press mm-hmm. or exhibitor badge or something of that nature is. I th- I want to say it's like a couple hundred bucks or something for the whole weekend, and but the VIP package is pretty dope. And before we got approved, I was looking at the VIP package and kind of you know considering it. And I was like, well, I don't know, I don't know what you know all you this you know this is all about. But um, seeing the VIPs, like the VIPs for panels and stuff, uh, got got like front row seats. Like they, that, that oh, okay. was the VIP section. Uh, not to mention, I'm sure there was like a bunch of other perks and stuff too with it. I think, okay. I think they got just, like meet and greets and stuff like that. I think because we were so like, you hear the word press and you're like, oh my gosh, like we're going to get to talk to celebrities. Yeah. And yeah. that was unfortunately that like stuff like that was only reserved for like the big, yeah, the big dogs, like yeah. the news. And well, like I, like I was saying, like being there the three days, um, <clears throat> well, Right, we'll just take Stephen Emil for for instance. Like he was the MVP this year of the media guest. Apparently, uh, uh, if you didn't know that, uh, Emil would come in for the day. He'd go and sign autographs for X amount of hours. Then from there, he would go and do his panel, which lasted like another hour. Then he'd have a little break. Then he'd have to go and do the photo ops, which the, he had his solo photo op, and then the photo op with him and the guy who played his villain this season. I think he did a co-photo op with Tom Welling, too. Um, then go back, sign more autographs, have a little break, and then I think he went home for the day. Like, his, the, the time for these media guests are just so constrained that, like, <clears throat> seeing it and seeing them move around and everything. They don't have a lot of time. They don't have a lot of time. Like, I walked past the uh, free press booth, mm-hmm. and... Um, one of the guys from uh, DBZ was doing an interview with the Free Press, and I think the Free Press had a couple of others. But like, it's literally they go do this interview, then they leave and have to go do something else. So it's like they have zero time, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, like I kind of understand that. I get that. I did talk to uh, Nicole Marie uh, Marie Jean, uh, the the cosplayer that came out for this year to. <clears throat> judge the cosplay contest and stuff. Uh, she was cool. 
She was pretty dope. Got a signature. I was going to say, you met her. You met Stephen Emil. Yeah, I met, met Emil. Um, I met the, his villain uh, this year, uh, Dragon. The name is escaping me now. This is what happens when you work midnights, kids. Whatever you do, do not work midnights. But your uh, mouth, your your brain just turns to mush. Think we'll, uh, I think we'll be trying again next year. Yeah, because it was a lot of fun. I had a blast covering it. I had a blast editing this this video. I mean, I'm exhausted right now, but <laughs> I had, <laughs> it was all well worth it. It was all well worth it. It was all awesome. A lot of met a lot of cool people, like cool individuals, and got to talk to people that like. If I went there as a consumer, I I wouldn't have talked to. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got like you know the 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 a picture with these cosplayers and stuff like because I'm like the same thing as you. Like I'm not gonna go up to this like person Complete I don't stranger, know. Yeah. yeah, like that that badge pretty much like was was enough of a superpower. It was yeah. I was gonna say it was like a superpower. <laughs> yeah, like it to, gave you the strength to like like hey, press. right, right. And that's that's pretty much. I was, I was pulling the Wayne's World all weekend. I was like, <laughs> 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 Kudos on the reference. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was a blast. And like I said, like a lot of it, it helped. I think it helped us out a lot. At least uh, on the Instagram side of it, there's a lot of people that I met and talked to, uh, talking to me via Instagram and stuff uh, currently, which is really awesome. Like the to leave that thing and like me, I'm kind of a pessimistic guy. So I leave that thing and don't even give two thoughts about people actually contacting us. Cause I don't want to get my hopes up. And then they contact me. I'm like, Holy crap. Yeah. I remember you. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Nice. Um, it was a good time. Um, looking forward to next year. Uh, I hope we have a, we, they get, some you know big time guests. I hope there's a less cancellations. Yeah, I was Look. so sad about Tara Strong. That was yeah, that I was a rough one. My emotions went high when I heard about that. <laughs> well, because I when I decided to go, that was like kind of like I was like okay, I was like if I'm gonna meet anybody, numero uno, that's what I'm gonna do. Like there was really nobody else that I was like you know oh I gotta do this. And then when she canceled, I was like it kind of took the wind out of my sails. I was like oh fuck, <laughs> yeah. But, Hopefully, hopefully next year she'll be back. Oh man, the Emil! I don't know if I told you this. the The Emil photo op and the Emil autograph was very, like, it was damn close to what Stan Lee was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say one more thing before we move on. Uh, this is for all the ladies listening, all two of Uh-oh. you. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that when I went and got Stephen Emil's autograph. Uh, he winked at me. So obviously Stephen Emil has a crush on me. <laughs> so deal with that. Sob away. I did not expect that to go that way. <laughs> I know, but I, I kept that. I was like, I gotta, I gotta make sure I say this. Um, so, uh, the other thing that happened this week that I have been almost busting at the seams <laughs> to talk about his <laughs> is, Deadpool two came out. <clears throat> uh, maybe to a lot of people, maybe like behind infinity War, the other most anticipated movie for this summer. Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. Um, um, I don't know. <laughs> Just pull the bandaid. I know. Um, honestly, like I, I, it was all right. <laughs> I, there was, 
I left that theater feeling unfulfilled. Oh man, were you in a bad mood? No, because I, I was like, I was super. I was like super excited. I was really excited. I was like, you know, I I just got done working like a really long week at work, and I was like, I was looking forward. To, I was like, yeah, Deadpool. You know, I even got. A, I did. It wasn't even one of those things where I got off work and went right to the theaters. I had plenty of downtime mm-hmm. between the two. I you know relax. You know. Um, masturbate. It just, there was things that just didn't, uh, I didn't, eh, I don't even know the words. Like didn't sit well, not only, I wouldn't even say sit well stuff that just didn't work for me. Okay. Like what? Um, I feel like they recycled a lot of jokes. From well, the yeah. first one, and I didn't like that. I here it is. There was such a certain charm to that first one, probably because it was like the underdog movie that like they fought and scraped and clawed, uh-huh. and it was such a success. And then the next one, we got this huge like. It felt almost like it too much like a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like its own little thing. I kind of missed the the smaller scale of it all. So the the factor it had a bigger budget? Maybe. I don't know if that's what it is. I don't know. The the plot really didn't fully do it for me. Um it seemed like at least and in, in my theater in particular, it seemed like there was a lot of jokes that just didn't land. <laughs> um I am slowly finding out that there's a correlation between uh, people that are uh, longtime readers of Deadpool and then people that are just a casual Deadpool fan or seen the first movie and went to see the second movie, those people, ha- in my in my experience, have not liked it. They're just like, oh, you know, it was whatever. The first one was better. And then the people that are longtime readers of Deadpool think it's out of the water. It's fantastic. Like I And I agree that is very true to heart to the comics still. Like <laughs> the factor that everybody's freaking out, like, oh my God, yeah, it's X Factor. And then they everybody fucking dies in like I, five minutes. I loved that. <laughs> it was I'm gonna have to see I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm gonna have to see this movie again because I was laughing so much through the entire film that like I'm sure I missed a lot of stuff. I wanna see it again just to see if I'm if it if I felt what I felt and not to mention juggernaut, like finally, like a good juggernaut, a seven foot towering juggernaut, that, which was actually voiced by uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. And seeing uh, that, you know, the Colossus the, the infamous fight juggernaut fight, like the, the fight we wanted to see in last stand. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. Um, Cause it wasn't. I just, I, I mean, I was like, okay, that's fine. Like it, it, it didn't, leave any kind of lasting impact on me where I was like, uh, you know, the next day I'm like, man, I'm like, when am I going to get to see that again? It was just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> my abs hurt after um, uh, the next day. Like things, I was dead. <laughs> things I want to see them. I mean, not to jump too much around, but like things I want to see happen if, or when they do a third one, no more green lantern jokes. <laughs> we get it. You did it. It was bad. Like, they pushed the envelope more on the Green Lantern jokes. It was one of those. Th- it's one of those things where, like, I, they, I, they did it, and I was just kind of like, "We're still doing that." 
in the same kind of kind of the which, same. Which joke? Um, any of them. With, Even the one where he blows Ryan Reynolds' head off. I uh, like where. <laughs> I cannot believe you didn't laugh at that. You're in the big time now, pal. Um, the, the goddamn Wolverine joke. I chuckled, but I was like, "What? When he like, empties the whole clip?" <laughs> I chuckled, but I was like, "We've we've been there. We've we've referenced it. We've joked about it. Time to do some other stuff." And like, it was the same thing. Like the opening credits, I didn't find nearly as funny as I did the first time. You didn't like the Bond opening credits. The visuals were cool, but how they had like the, the, you know, they did the same thing with like the written or directed by the, one of the guys that killed John Wick's dog, yeah, <clears throat> dog, like stuff like that. I was like, eh, we kind of seen that already in the last one. As far as like changing the credits names, I was just kind of like, I will say that like, there's a lot of, it's, a, it's recycled jokes all the time in the comic book. And like, that's why I, I think I said that, uh. Was it the review that we did last week? Mm. You asked you asked me at some point, do you think that um the dead Deadpool will run its its course on its jokes? And I said, Yeah, to the casual moviegoer, like I think that it will, but the hardcore Deadpool fans will always laugh at it because that's exactly why what you expect from Deadpool if you have um, that history with him. I also feel it got a little too serious at moments. Um, I can, I can, I can agree with that. Uh, but I did like the factor and maybe this is just me looking at it. When Vanessa dies, I was, (laughs) whoops, not that it matters. Um, (laughs) um, I didn't, I didn't care when she died. I was happy for one of two reasons. A, our anti-hero has now lost his love interest, which now leaves him open for so much more. Um, and B, and it, this is the way they executed it. The factor that uh, her dying gave him that um, almost love interest of death in a weird way, like not the actual. I did embodiment like, of death. I did get death. that feeling with those like weird sequences. Yeah, I was like, this is I, I can see kind of where they're they're going with this. Um, but yeah, no, there was a couple times where it got. It got pretty, um, serious. pretty serious. Yeah. Real. I don't know. Uh, basically just when he dies and then sees her in what I guess is the afterlife or heaven or whatever it is. I don't know what exactly it was supposed to be, but that, that was a little too serious. what did you think of cable though? I liked him. Um, I could see where like, at first, he kind of shows up, and if if you don't know anything about the comics, you're just kind of like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> like, right. they, they didn't go... I feel like they they, went, they took a while to explain mm-hmm. him and why he was there. Um, the, the overall plot of the movie wasn't... I mean, it wasn't too terrible. Um, it's very... Um, Terminator? Yeah, I guess in a sense. Like, I was, I was going to say, uh, the plot itself is very one dimensional. It's very flat. Um, you, there's nothing, there's nothing to really invest in. I mean, this is essentially for me, it was just like a, 
comedy superhero movie. Like I wasn't going in expecting like Avengers style amazement where I'm leaving crying or anything. Oh, no, no, no. I, I went in with the expectation to laugh a lot (laughs) and I laughed like I chuckled, but there was not, well, there was one point where, and this may be contradictory, but there was one point where I was laughing and I did find it really funny was when he had like the little baby legs (laughs) Like that, that was actually, that was really His funny. Baby dick. Did you see the baby dick? Well, and I love to, uh, he was wearing, um, he was wearing Chunk's flannel or Chuck's, uh, Hawaiian shirt from the original Goonies. And I was like, that's weird. I'm glad you caught that too. But, oh, but that part man. was, and just like, as everybody like kind of shows up, like that part was really funny. And like I said, I really liked, um, I really liked when everybody was, uh, you all right? Sorry. I just visualized picture. I really liked, you know, how they kind of played it up. Like the X-Force was going to be a huge point and they all died. <laughs> Brad Pitt's cameo. Brad Pitt in the, the cameo with the Vanisher. I mean, having Bill Skarsgård there and uh-huh. like Terry Crews and stuff like that, like getting like actual actors and then just like yeah. having them just like fucking die. die. Um, but apparently they, I, I read this. Apparently Matt Damon makes an, a cameo too. He is. He's one of, when cable shows up, he's uh, one of the two guys that's sitting there talking about toilet paper. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. It's uh one of them's Matt Damon. And the other guy is, I forget the actor's name, but he was uh it's weird because this is the second dodgeball reference. He was Steve, the pirate in dodgeball. Oh yeah. Okay. He was also, he plays the chicken in Moana and he was also in firefly. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, those the those parts I thought were really funny and um you know the the part where uh the, when he was riding around in Professor X's chair I thought that was hilarious and the little cameo from the other X Men yeah which oh. which really kind of like <laughs> fucked me up because I'm like wait what timeline is this it doesn't matter it's Deadpool <laughs> and like at that point like Steph had leaned over. And she looked at me like right when the door opened uh-huh. and she was like, his shirt he's wearing, it's Taylor Swift's cats. And I'm like the X-Men. <laughs> and she's like, what? And like, she looks like right as like then the door just kind of closes. Oh, she missed it. I think, I think she saw like a, she said she saw beast. Was that actually them? Yeah. Cause I, I, I seen it and I started laughing and I was, you know, I was laughing. So I was squinting. And I couldn't yeah. tell if that was actually that. Yeah, it was James McAvoy. It was. And, uh, yep. It's fucking fantastic. Because I think they were they were filming uh, Dark Phoenix at that same point. So oh, were they? Okay. It, was, it was super easy for them to do. Uh, side note real quick. Um, Michigan Comic Con is coming up. Negasonic T- Teenage Warheads is going to actually be there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Neato. I had to get that out before I forgot. Uh, Let Jeff know. <clears throat> so... Okay, back back a little bit. Like, what did what did you actually think about like when they're in the jail and there's you know the 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 lower lower part where we find out Juggernaut is the guy that's down there? Did I, you think it was going to be Juggernaut? I did, and I was like, well, the other thing I th- couldn't help but think is why the hell would they leave him with his helmet on? You're right, and like. It, once again, it, it bothered me because I'm like, 
He's not a mutant. <laughs> but not he, a, he's but, not a mutant, which is the same thing that um, X Men Three got wrong, right? Um, I mean, but, I did like that he did kind of make reference that him and Professor X do have a, a yeah relationship yeah. as being like stepbrothers and stuff like that. Like I thought that was I like that. Like and I like seeing I like when uh, I was probably the only person in the theater that when he was in that prison and he was uh, the one guy was picking fights and he said his name was black Tom Cassidy. I was like, ah, <laughs> any, anybody? Oh, nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm the only one that got that. <laughs> Cause I know that there was people that were probably just like, right. It just went all, all way over their head. Um, <clears throat> you know, and there was, you know, there were references in, in fourth wall breaking that I did enjoy. Like, uh, there was a couple different times, you know, he references the Avengers, mm-hmm. you know, calling Brolin Thanos, Thanos yeah. asking him about why everybody has a winter soldier arm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, saying without his healing factor, he's basically Hawkeye. Yeah. Like I, I, <laughs> I thought that was good. Um, I would say like for me, when the movie really started to like, when I really started to actually like enjoy it, enjoy it was probably when like the X four stuff started when they started doing the interviews and stuff. Yeah. Like, like that. <clears throat> I, to, for me, that started to really like kind of pick it up and mm-hmm. was going, was more of the tone that I was hoping for. I, uh, I did. I, I enjoyed his sh- short lived run of being an X-Men though. <laughs> I wanted to see him get like the blue and I know blue and yellow suit. <laughs> Talk about the blue and yellow Deadpool suit. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was really hoping for it, but I I had a feeling we weren't going to see it. Uh, I did enjoy the little like hint or like slash Easter egg of the gray and black Deadpool suit. Yeah, where he, when he gets when uh, Fire Fist hits him with all the fire, and right, then He gets yeah. up and it's like all pretty much gray. The X Men like, suit. That's cool. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. With the yeah, the X Factor suit's probably one of my favorite. With ones. the red eyes. With the red eyes. I want yep. the red eyes. Yep. Um what else was there? Oh, apparently I read this yesterday, I think. If you watch during the jail's jail break scene, uh, apparently there is a figure that looks very similar to Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> Green hair and all that. Um then they connect that they connected that with the factor that like I think it's Cable asks him who he is and he says a oh, Batman <laughs> like very Michael Keatonish yeah and then they they said something about the 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 bang gun that's in the background I saw that him. yeah about that being very similar to Jack Nicholson's Joker's bang gun and I was like well I don't know I feel like that's a Deadpool's, stretch Deadpool's yeah. used bang guns before well he's, he's used. Bang guns on covers. I don't yeah. think he's ever used one in actual combat. Well, I mean, you can't really. He likes his guns. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see here. The bad part is we're talking about this, and I it's been almost a week since I've seen it. So yeah, I know that's that's kind of my boat too. Quite as fresh in my brain. Oh, by the way, here's a here's a here's a good chunker. Um, ending. Uh, pre-rolling credits. Post title card credits, uh, cutscene where they fix Cable's little deal, and then Deadpool goes back and basically oh, yeah. makes the movie that you just watched like null and void. Yeah, <laughs> like saves Vanessa, and apparently that's all canon. 
So it's like. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'm chalking this up to you being deprived of sleep partially. No, no my friend. I loved it. Usually I hate things of that nature, but because this movie is what it is and it is the anti-hero that it is, I loved it a lot. Like, cause like that's exactly what would happen is he would get this thing and he'd fucking go back in time and save the girl that he loves. Like he's done that with Domino a hundred times in the comics. I am kind of upset about that. that There's no sexual tension between him and Domino. Like, it's just kind of quippy quips. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I feel like they're going to start making... Are they going to make him, like, a family man now? Like... I don't know. No, oh, that was the other thing that was too real, too. They talked about having kids. And, I, yeah, I don't know about that. I'm kind of hoping they... Like, I, I like the, the, the lady who plays Vanessa. I think she's a fantastic actress, and I love her dynamic. Um, but I hope with the Vanessa character, they pull a, uh, Natalie Portman and Thor where it's, she leaves cause she's sick of always being in danger because of who he is. <clears throat> I hope that happens. Cause right. I, I really, I really think that the whole love story arc really takes away from the character itself. It does. And I think that's part of the thing is like, the good portion of this movie, I mean, is him, you know, pawning over her depressed because she, I mean, I mean, who wouldn't be sad if someone right. you know, died, but it just, it just didn't feel very much Deadpool like to me, except when he blows himself up on the the gas cans. Well, yeah, <laughs> it just, I don't know. It's just, I was, I wasn't going to see Deadpool for a movie of him, you know, being sad and wanting to die. Like yeah. that wasn't what I, as a viewer was hoping to see. There is, and a I think that's why, like when it, it picks up for me when it does, mm-hmm. because at that point we've kind of moved past that. There is a story arc where he actually uh, wants to die. I think he even goes as far as getting his healing factor removed and then dying. But then like, it totally gets rewritten in the next arc or something of that nature. And that was in the Marvel now stuff, I think. But yeah, I completely like that whole deal, the whole love story arc. It was good to hook people for the first one, but I'm ready for it to go away and just go straight balls to the wall. Deadpool. Like I do agree with you that like the next one, I really don't, I want them to kind of pull away from the Green Lantern jokes. I loved the ending Green Lantern joke and the ending uh, <laughs> Wolverine uh, shitty Deadpool kill. But there, it's been like seeing it is what was funny. Like seeing it happen was it was what was funny. Like um, the first time the movie when the first movie came out and it had those jokes, like it was so like, oh my gosh, they just went there. They just mm-hmm. did that. Oh my gosh. The second time it's like. Okay. But you got the visual. You got the visual of him actually shooting that Wade. It wouldn't work, though, because he still has a healing factor. Unless he has an adamantium bullet. 
<laughs> I don't know if that works the same on. I don't know. Deadpool. It doesn't matter because that him. Deadpool shit. Um, um, but it's just like I like the second time around, and and if you go for a third time, then I think you're gonna have more people going, kind of rolling their eyes yeah. and going, "Okay, we get it." I don't. I really don't know how the how they can top. Uh, the the physical killing at the end of the movie. Hopefully, uh, joke. My I guess my hope is in in them doing that. It's them kind of putting those jokes to bed. Yeah, like a nod, like and being like, it. "Okay, we're we'll, we're gonna do different <laughs> stuff for the I next one." I do wish that when he killed Ryan Reynolds, um, Blake Lively would come in like <laughs> after that, and he would make some sort of uh, sexual innuendo or even kill her. <laughs> That's dark. Well, I have nothing against Blake Lively. I'm just I'm saying that that would that would have made me fucking laugh even harder because she's she is incredibly supportive of that motherfucker, and I think it would I I, I could see it happening. I don't I don't have anything against the lady. I think she's uh, amazingly gorgeous. And you just I want to see Deadpool. I just want I just want to see Deadpool <laughs> kill everybody. Apparently. Um, I don't know the specifics on it, but apparently there was an alternate. There were well, not an. I don't know if this you see alternate, but there was another end credit scene that was cut that was apparently deemed too dark. Oh, I want it. <laughs> uh, they are do. They are going to be doing a extended cut. Yes. For the Blu-ray release. Fuck you. I am. Oh, I'm all over that. I'm all over that. <laughs> there. Yeah. So there will be that. I mean, I guess. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up. I mean, I, I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't hate the movie and I don't dislike it enough where I'm not, where I'm like, I want to give this movie another try <laughs> because I want to like it a lot. I want to be like, Oh, this movie's great. Right. But it just, I don't, I don't know if part of it is in that saying that I was expect, like you said, I wasn't expecting an Avenger style type. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like, the the movie season peaked super early with Infinity War. Well, and it's dude, gonna be it's so hard. It's gonna be impossible for anything to yeah. top that. So it's just kind of like that. That it, me personally, I will be going into every movie until like the next Avengers, with the factor that it will not touch Infinity War. It it can't, dude. That's that that is so much backstory and so much buildup that it's. It is impossible for any movie whatsoever to even remotely come close to something like Infinity War. There's just too much behind it. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I don't. I to give somebody that benefit of a doubt. Um, that oh, this could be better than than Infinity War. Oh, I don't think is, anything's going to be better. It's just like or as good or you know what you get what I'm saying. I think it's just like the hype and everything for that movie was so much. <laughs> That in a way, I think it kind of drained me. Yeah. Like, I have no more excitement to give for movies I mean, this year. That's what I was saying a few weeks back. Like, I was more excited for Deadpool, but mentally, it was so that I wasn't overexcited for Infinity War, and then the rest of the year is shot. Because I'm so excited for Infinity War that when it comes to anything else, everything else falls short. Because I was so excited for that movie. I was. I was super excited for Avengers. But I knew exactly what would happen if I allowed myself 
the level of geek excitement that I knew I would go for. Yeah. And not to mention, like, that could also set me up for heartbreak. What if I went in, like, super amped up, like, to the, you know, cranked it to 11, walked into Avengers Infinity War, and then my hype didn't live up to what the movie was. Um, And that's possible for me. I go overboard. Look, I th- look around you. I think I need to see or hear. I think I definitely need to know what Jeff's thoughts on this one are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually really uh, surprised and upset and angry that he <laughs> has trained hurt <laughs> that he hasn't seen it and he's not here to talk about it because like he, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Like I need to hear what he thinks. Um, you know, and there's, I mean, there, I keep forgetting there are other movies coming out still after this that I want to see. Like there's uh Jurassic world. Incredible. I'm not excited 2. for that one. Um, I loved the first Jurassic world. So did I, but like, this is like what the fifth movie of the same premise. Well, in this one, I mean, I don't know the specifics, but it seems like, cause there's also like a viral site now that's like, Oh, you know, adopt a dinosaur from the Island to help save it. Because apparently the Island is on the brink of destruction. Yeah. We see that in the trailer. And there is this, I guess this uh, debate on whether or not to save the dinosaurs or let them die. Mm-hmm. And that aspect already has kind of grasped me. And I, other than that, I don't know too much about the plot. I do know from what they've, from what I've seen that whole destruction of the Island happens within the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. I'm not surprised it would have to. So I think, I don't know. It, I'm excited for that. I'm excited. I mean, of course, and then there's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, I heard that Jurassic world that they almost save all the dinosaurs and then Chris Pratt screws it up <laughs> by losing his emotions and because, uh, <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard dies. <laughs> yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> I didn't know where to go. I was like, it. where are you going? Okay. <laughs> I was um, making my star Lord reference, but Deadpool two, it's a, it's fine. It's a, it's a family movie. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> I'll say uh, it's fine. Don't say it like that. That's 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 how I feel. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't hate it. I didn't love it. I I can see where I kind of forgot about it. Like four days later, I didn't. Uh, well, I mean that's understandable because four days later you were at Comic Con. That's true. Um. But I, I can see how the other side of the coin, like you and a couple other people I know, like I, I get why you guys wouldn't like it. Like it's not, it's not like completely unfeasible. Like it's not like <laughs> I, I recall times where like civil war, where I came in here for the review and I was like, you know, it was, it was all right. I didn't, I, I didn't think it was amazing. And you guys were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I still stand by the Civil War was amazing. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I get, I get why people wouldn't like it. But for me, it was it was fantastic. I, I laughed through the whole thing. And like I said, I'm going to have to see it a second time because I'm sure because I was laughing, I missed things. Little Easter eggs and things of that. There's over 600 of them, you know? No, there's not. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Ass hat. Who knows? 
Hey, uh, by the way, what do you think of that Shazam poster? I like it. I think it looks like a high school I like photography it. editing assignment. I think it <laughs> uh, perfectly captures the uh, essence of the character. I agree with that. I just don't like the look of it. It looks uh it looks kind of like painted. It looks drawn. It looks like something out of the 90s. Like a movie poster out of the 90s. That's fine. What's wrong with the 90s? I mean, I grew up in most of it. So did I. <laughs> I probably hold on to the 90s a lot as you do. But no, it was I don't know. It's just I think that coming from a multi-million dollar studio it should look a little bit better. Are you just shitting on DC because you want to shit on DC? No. <laughs> You're talking to the guy that loved Justice League. That's true. You did. Well, everybody else hated on it. <laughs> I still have yet to sit down and watch it full way through. I've watched it five more times. I think a total of nine times since I bought it on Blu-ray. I have tried nine watching it. times. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried watching it like three times. I wish there was an extended cut. But I fall asleep every time. All right, so I do not wish there was an extended cut. <laughs> nope. Not one bit. Um, I guess uh, I, I would have to give uh, Deadpool 2, uh, as it stands right now, five and a half out of ten Ouch. fourth wall breaks. <sighs> To me, it was just a very average movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it. Can't love them all. I'm going to give it 8.5 out of 10 properly portrayed X-Men characters. Is there that many properly portrayed X-Men characters? I don't know. I'm just saying that. Let's like, see. You had Colossus. Colossus. You had Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yep. You had Juggernaut. Okay. Um. You have Cable. Are we talking the entire X-Men franchise? I mean, I don't know. I don't know where we're going with. I was just using it as a, <laughs> like a, a base of measure. <laughs> I wasn't I'm saying just, that there were... I'm just trying to decide if there's been that many X-Men that have been portrayed correctly. I mean, like, if you think about, like... Uh, <clears throat> Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. I think that um, What's-His-Face's... Well, actually, both of them, Professor Xavier's... Uh, yeah. Both, Magneto, both Magnetos have been pretty good. Okay. I guess, yeah. Okay. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. I think we're at eight now. You got Deadpool. <laughs> um, good point. <laughs> okay. I don't think, like, we're, we're so far away from the Brian Singer X-Men now that I, th- I think it's a proper form of measure. Yeah. Brian Singer was the one that like screwed everything up. Did he? I mean, well, I mean he gave he gave us Logan. He gave us Wolverine. So I guess he did one thing right. I thought you meant he did Logan the movie. I was no, like, no, he did no. not. Good no. lord. Jesus. Uh, Jesus criminy. I think uh I think that'll do it. Yep. That'll do, pig. That'll, that'll do. do. <laughs> Be sure to check us out every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network. We are also on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Uh, what's that other one? Google Play, iHeartRadio. Shit, that's the one I forgot to put on there. Uh, iHeartRadio. 
What else you got? Podbean. Podbean. That's the one. I always forget that one. Damn. Um, so, you know, check us out. We're you can, around. You can also email us, kapowcastpodcast at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook. Which will be... Uh, Kapowcast2015. That'll be being updated with our Comic-Con coverage. Mm-hmm. So go over there. Give us a like, a little follow. Instagram, Twitter. You can also find us on there, too. We're mm-hmm. all over the place. We're all over the world wide web. We're everywhere. If you Google us, we're actually like the like ninety seven percent of the first three pages. Yeah, we're so taking this shit it. over. We can't ever run for president. Nope. Nope. No plan on it. Nope. <laughs> That's too much responsibility. Um. Well, thanks for being here. <laughs> hey, no problem. <laughs> All right. Glad I could help. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye.